Gear up as Cash Miller and a team of accomplished guests steer you on an enlightening voyage filled with valuable tips, fresh insights, and effective strategies. Welcome to Marketing Masters, the Agency Power Show. Hello everyone, this is Cash Miller, the host of Marketing Masters and the CEO of Titan Digital. We're here today with another great episode. I've got with me David Van Beekham of Tweeva. He is a TV expert when we're talking advertising on TV, but we're not thinking your traditional, hey, we're on the local you know, TV. We've got something really special for you today. David, it is great to have you with us and tell everybody a little bit about yourself and your company. Hey, Cash, thanks for uh, having me on the show. Very much appreciated. Uh, so Tweeva is a first ever uh, small business television network for small businesses and influencers. If you think about it, uh, it's a network for uh, small businesses in a city and influencers to create and share content across small business public televisions. Hmm. So it's a, you know, just, you know, real quick, this is like a kind of a newer concept, right? But something that, you know, you, you've mentioned to me already that uh, you've patented this and such, you know, so it's like, it's part technology. Yeah. Yeah. This is a, a kind of a new concept, a new way for, you know, us to walk over to a display somewhere in a public setting and kind of say, Hey, you know, I want to advertise on that. You know, maybe some of my customers are sitting at this coffee shop right now. And so can I pull out a mobile app, download the app and add something that I do? You know, if I'm a dog mm -hmm. walker, can I go find some clients in the local coffee shop? Okay, and so today we're going to be talking TV advertising, but we're not going to do it in your traditional sense. You know, it, like most people, when they think TV advertising, you know, it'd be on the local, you know, news channel or whatever, you know, your local channels, an ABC affiliate, NBC, whatever. And of course, you know, with the advent of streaming and stuff, we've gone like so far away from that. Like there are so many more avenues. And that's what we really want to cover today because, you know, on the show, we always want to, you know, be kind of focused, you know, super focused on a particular topic. So, you know, I want to get, you know, dive right into this because I think this is going to be really interesting. So let me ask you, you know, to get us started, um, you know, TV marketing is, I say it's been around a long time, but it's evolved a lot. So let's talk strategy first. You know, if you're a small business and you're thinking of advertising, you know, how, how do you go about figuring out what is the right strategy, the industry, you know, and how do you, determining a target audience? I mean, where are you going to get your start, you know, start in this? Well, so that would be like the traditional way of, of advertising on television because you're doing it at a massive scale. So when you sit down, like I had years ago and ran my first few TV ads, you know, they're going to ask that, okay, who is your audience? Where do you want it to play? What time do you want it to play? Uh, how many hundreds of thousands or thousands or millions of TVs do you want it to play on? You know, and, mm -hmm. and it was, you know, kind of a very complicated procedure. And you call the local rep in and, you know, the budget was extremely high. And you kind of have to figure all those little things out because mm -hmm. your budget is, you know, it's talking $3,000 to $10,000 for some basic TV advertising. And um, it's, it's just a, a lot of thinking goes into it. A lot of 
risk into, okay, do, do I have the right commercial, right? And there's not a lot of testing. I mean, there is, but it's very expensive. Yeah. And so that's all things that you have to think about in the traditional TV way. But with okay. what they're doing today with technology is it's kind of reduced a lot of the TV advertising risk on a large scale because you can target, right? With now the streaming TVs, you can say, hey, I just want to be into a household of this income, right? Or I just mm -hmm. want to be into a household in this generic area. So it's, it's come down, it's changed a lot. You know, if it's probably been the same for 80 to 100 years with yeah. the general TV, but uh, it's changed a lot with, with digital TVs now. Okay, so because of those changes, yeah, I say, as we move away from traditional, and everybody's like very familiar with, you know, streaming to a, a certain extent, but, you know, we talk about the changes and the things you should be considering. Um, if you're a business owner and you're you're just doing this for the first time, you don't necessarily know those different avenues. So can you take us through, you know, I say, we know traditional, um, but let's talk about streaming. Let's talk about alternatives, you know, like other things that you would consider TV advertising and such, and then how those kinds of platforms work. So the, the when you're thinking of a non-traditional, you know, not over the air, right? You're, you're thinking, okay, for digital TVs. And uh, what you need to do is kind of define your persona of your advertising person that you're looking for and uh, discuss that with the, the rep at the, like, let's say Hulu, you see ads for that. Okay. Start as little mm -hmm. as $1,000 or something. Um, you're going to define who your customer is. And most likely as a small business, we all have some idea of who our customers are. And the major thing is going to be is advertising to them on a repetitious, you know, level. You, you can't just run one ad. I've done that years ago thinking, okay, if we blast this yeah. out to 10 million people, it'll work. And right. TV is a little bit different because you have to think about um, the advertiser is not specifically looking for you right now. Right. And, and that makes mm -hmm. a little bit of a difference. It's more passive advertising. Um, you're going to want to hit them up 10, 15, 20 times. They're going to need to see you before that you're really brandable. Um, mm. yeah, but I think most, most businesses have an idea of who they're looking for as customers. Right. But again, we, we don't always know who they, they exactly are, but it is a repetition thing with TV specifically. I think TV and radio are probably the same, right? Yeah. Very similar anyway. Yeah. So but we, we've got different technologies. We've got different outlets. Like say you, you know, your company is kind of representative of a different way of going about it. So kind of, can you get kind of into like, what do those alternative forms? Cause like I say, we understand TV, we understand streaming nowadays. People don't realize how far you can kind of go with streaming. You know, Hulu is a great example, but there's a lot of other stuff. Um, but you know, if we're thinking about it and it's like how, cause you, you know, you talk branding and you say, well, you gotta be seen so many times. What are other ways, like say, including what you're doing, you know, that people can really put their brand out there, especially within local markets. Because if you're like the local plumber, HVAC company or lawyer, you know, you wanna be, you know, seen as, you know, you're just trying to dominate and really be known. 
in the, you know, the city or the region that you're in. You know, I always like to think of the lawyers, right? If you drive around <laughs> along some interstates and you see the same billboard over and over and over yeah. again, essentially, I mean, they're, you know, every like two miles, you get the same guy on the billboard, but they're building up that brand awareness. Yeah. Yeah. Who do you um, think so? First, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So there are some alternative, you know, forms, like I say what you do included that, you know, it allows for other cost-effective avenues, but they are still a form of TV advertising because you're still going to need the video. You're going to need to tell your story and things. So yeah. how does that, that stuff work? Because I think that's where the audience is not going to be familiar. Like I say, we know TV, we know streaming, yeah. and people are figuring that out. But what else do we have? Yeah, so that's kind of how Tweeva started the the idea of that local business, and I'll and I'll tell you a little story of here. You know, my co-founders are restaurant owners, and they okay. would play you know general things on TV, and every once in a while there'd be like a Pizza Hut or a Domino's commercial, and <laughs> yeah, a competitor. You know, I would, yeah, it would be a competitor, and I yeah. kind of I just look over them and I jokingly say, "How dare they? How dare they yeah. enjoy establishment?" Yeah, right. right. Just as a joke. And, uh, you know, we kind of came up with, well, what if we could control a little bit about it? And so it would start mm -hmm. the discussion of uh, one of the co-founders would love to talk to all of his local customers. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, he knew what they did because they'd come in at one o'clock. Oh, I just finished the job. You know, he was a plumber or a local uh, HVAC. Right. And yeah. he might have just heard somebody that he served food to that had, was having an issue. So he would say, hey, go put your business card up at the front and, and I'll do my best to try to connect you guys. Mm, so we yeah. kind of came up with the, the idea of, well, what if we made that business card bigger? What if we showed them on TV? Mm -hmm. Right. And so the idea was, how can we connect customers in their local communities for mm. a lot less expensive than a TV? Okay, that kind of that stuff kind of makes sense. So now we look at so the idea essentially is let's say you're a customer and you're going into a restaurant. You know, if it's a bar, you know, especially like a sports bar or something, right? What do we see? A bunch of TVs, we have different yep. channels on and such. And same thing if you go into a coffee shop or whatever, they might have a single one and it's playing whatever. So you're saying that, you know, it's possible now to kind of take over those TVs in a sense. You know, where you can have like more local advertising, but you're not necessarily going through the advertising. I mean, obviously, they've got to have the TV, the the restaurant yeah. owner or whatever has to be plugged into the network. It's not just going to be like, hey, we take over your TV. It's right. they're right. part of a network or something, but it's giving you another outlet. And especially when we talk, you know, any kind of bars, we talk, you know, coffee shops and stuff. Those are always local in nature. You know, you're going to have the local crowd going there. You're going to have people that are, you know, regular visitors. They might even, you know, especially with uh, remote work, they could be sitting in the coffee shop literally all day, you know, while they work, they have, you know, they drink. Um, so what you're saying is, is like, you know, thinking outside of the box of what TV advertising traditionally has been, the possibility exists to be able to show advertising and stuff on a very localized, you know, basis, you know, for companies, right? Yeah, like per TV. So, you know, even in the streaming world of, of the larger companies, there's minimums, you know, and there's risk involved in, mm -hmm. well, who's going to be playing the Hulu channel at a restaurant? I mean, right. if, you, if you seriously think about it, 
are you showing a movie there? Are you, what, what are you doing? Well, okay. Well, we only capture residential. Okay. That's great. Try to get somebody off the couch to come to your restaurant. It's mm-hmm. a lot harder. Now, if they're getting a haircut at the barbershop and I can show a sizzling that's a pizza, great, right? Yeah. That's a great one. A, hair, a barbershop and stuff when yeah. you're getting your haircut and they'll often put TVs up and, you yeah. know, so you could be seeing that other, maybe local or a Netflix, you know, special, yeah. but it's nothing about the community. You know, it's, it's, right. I, I'd love to see uh, a picture of city hall with the flag and the dew of the morning on a flower and just, Oh, that mm. is my city. How beautiful is that? You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's totally it. You know, So like thinking about that, that's kind of cool because, you know, and I, and I can see, you know, you mentioned a barbershop, you can think of a lot of venues where people are essentially, you know, they're coming and going, but there's a reason to be there. And you have a um, kind of a moment in time where you have their attention, mm-hmm. you know, because they're, you know, they're sitting, they're doing something. And you, and there's a lot of actual, I, I'm, I just uh, started thinking, you know, like uh, drop your car off at the tire store or something. And you don't want to like head home, you know, they're like, Hey, we're going to be done in an hour. I'm like, that's not worth even leaving. I'll sit down. And you could have those kinds of advertisements and such running on there. So yeah, the, you know, because also, you know, when you talk any kind of cable, like TV advertising cable, the companies like Comcast and stuff, what they're doing is, is they're like bundling the streaming with some local ads, you know, and they've been doing this for years, but they'll have your traditional like 30 second spot, but they're not running it very often. What they're doing is they're bundling it with the streaming and then saying, Hey, on top of it, you'll get 10,000 streaming views or 20,000 or whatever, you know, cause they're trying to provide more value, but are they really doing that? Like, do I really, you know, cause they're also trying to sell those local spots. Yeah, it's not the same as as running your ad 10 times, 20 times in a local pizza shop or a local tire shop. And uh, giving me just a 30 second clip may not be long enough uh, for that's, again, 80 years, 100 years. We've been doing the 30 second clip. What do we have? Mm -hmm. Well, okay, we have short form content, which is the TikTok or YouTube shorts was incredibly popular with, you know, the, the newer demographic. But then we have the 30 second ad. And then we also have what they refer to as like infotainment or a little bit longer form content. And so Mm -hmm. if you think about it somewhere, I think it's somewhere in between. I don't want to watch a 10 second if I'm getting my tires changed, but I don't really want to watch a 30 second. I don't want to watch a 10 minute. But if the chiropractor gets on and he talks about, hey, when you're sitting in your car, if you lean over a little bit to the right, over time, your body's not straight. And, you know, just mm. you got you to gotta sit straight, make sure that your body's, you know, especially on long yeah. car rides, you might have future back problems. And I'll say, okay, that's a good tip. That's really neat. You know, something I, I don't know. And you see that a couple times and, you know, oh, my back hurts. Oh, I got to call that guy I saw. I keep seeing him around my town. Now, if you think about mm. it, it's not a large city, right? It's, it's someone yeah. very, very local to me. And now my, my, what am I, five minutes away from that, from that local chiropractor. And this mm. works across all types of businesses, uh, pavers install or pool cleaners or pool installers. Anybody in that local community um, could benefit from it. Yeah, that's okay. So I totally see that. And that like with the idea that instead of having a 30 second like promo, you can 
you know, tell more of a story, give advice, tips. You can, you have, you open up the possibilities of the content you can actually use, you know, for your advertisement and such. Yes. Um, let's talk about, you know, cause this, this leads into like the role of storytelling. So now we know that, Hey, there might be some ways we can unlock content. Okay. And be able to see more. So go, go deeper into the content part and how either you're telling stories or like I say what you mentioned with advice, let's go down that a bit. Yeah. So the, the storytelling piece is kind of a new way to think about it because you're not going to be limited to those 30 seconds. And I'll, I'll throw in here real quick. Cause I was going to, I didn't want to interrupt you, but with a small TV network, like, like Tweeva, it's not traditional TV where you have 30 minutes of programming or 26 minutes of programming. You, mm-hmm. you have the whole hour, right? We're not specifically yeah. running a program. So we, we are looking for people to create content that is watchable for people either sitting in a bar or sitting in a restaurant. That's mm-hmm. specifically now that also is the same for people that are developing content for YouTube or developing content for Vimeo or any of the, you know, online, um, sure. online mega, mega social networks. But it's not exactly the same because I don't think most people are looking up, uh, hey, give me a three minute clip on a, a chiropractor tip. You know, they might yeah. be looking for a local chiropractor. But that content that you create has to have a little bit of the story line in it. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's not the quick, what can we fit in 30 seconds? It really should be something about, um, I always, I always give the model of this old house. Everybody likes to watch the contractors fix, yeah. you know, a, a, a fence or fix the stairs and then put the little wooden knobs on the top when they're done. And, you know, it's like a before and after. And a lot of people mm-hmm. watch that show for years and years. But I yeah. jokingly say, what, it's 300 million people know three or four contractors on that show. I mean, <laughs> yeah, right. can, it's, it's not like you can call them and say, hey, come by. Now, if that was mm-hmm. a local contractor in my town, I'd have more reason to scan the QR code and say, hey, I just saw this, this video of you uh, rearranging landscaping in the front of someone's house in a mm-hmm. popka. You know, that's where I'm from. Yeah. Come on over. Give me a quote. And he's like, yeah, I'm three minutes down the road. Yeah. So it's like taking, yeah, if... If you're thinking about it and this, this kind of stuff applies, like you mentioned, like social media, YouTube platforms, Vimeo and stuff, you know, and of course, you know, Facebook and whatnot, because you're using that longer form content and you can stretch it across multiple platforms. Um, but you're building up, not necessarily recognition. You are building it for your brand. Okay. But your example is great to say, Hey, I see them working on, you know, this project and this, and what you're doing is you're taking instead of a 30 second commercial, potentially like it's, it's not going to be an hour long program, but you could take a five or 10 minute clip and you can put that within the network Exactly. and you're covering something specific. So, you know, if it's the pavers, you know, for, you know, driveways and stuff, you can see, you know, what's involved in their work and you mm-hmm. can get familiar with the idea that they really know what they're doing. And that's kind of a company that you might want to you know, deal with if you have that. So you build up like 
I say like that, you've got 300 million people that really know those four people really well. Well, you could do that same thing in the city that you're in where, you know, maybe you've got 20,000 people or 50,000 people or something yes. in that city, but they really know those few companies more so than just the brand. They are familiar with what they do. Yeah, I can totally see how that would work, especially if you um, take any kind of, you know, where you have the business owner and they're sometimes the face of the company. Yeah. You know, so if you have a smaller company, they can make themselves the face. They're not worried about, you know, they're not going to leave or anything, you know, an employee would, Um, you know, and they can be asked for by name. Now, as they grow, they're not necessarily going to be the person out there, but a lot of times they're still the person giving the quote or anything. They still could be and it's yeah, like, the face. They, I mean, still yeah. content. Yeah. They yeah, exactly. Still be the face so, in front and say, hey, I still saw this video. I mean, even if it was five years old, I saw that mm-hmm. uh, the lady that you put the papers in, you know, and, and yeah. she had kind of that steep, you know, uh, side on the house and you put the retaining wall. I, I want something just like that. Well, where did you see me? I don't know. I was eating chicken wings over at the bar and I saw this little clip come up. Now, yeah. were you looking for it? No. Was it something in the back of your mind that you always wanted to do? Yes. Does it look too hard yeah. for you to do? Yes. So you call. Mm-hmm. And that's, again, this little local connection that can happen if you're creating the content. So mm-hmm. it's not that contractors don't have the ability. It's not like you don't have a 4K camera in your back pocket anymore. Right. Yeah. Right. It's just you don't know exactly how to get it out there. Yeah, because you know, like I say, we see all sorts of that. You know, that kind of stuff go on. You, in a sense, you're using that camera, and it's you know, kind of like influencers and stuff. How they do it with social media, and then they build these large followings and stuff. They're doing it on a local level, and they're almost they're essentially making themselves famous. You know, um, yes. you know, they like say I go back to those like the billboards and stuff, and you see that you know, lawyers face on it all the time, all the time, all the time. They built their brand, but they've built it partly around themselves too, because they're always in those kinds of, you know, advertising. Well, you're using video and you're introducing people, not just to your company, but to yourself and making yourself a little bit of that, you know, that famous person locally because they get to know you and they see you everywhere. And then eventually it's like, Hey, they invite, you know, invite you over, give me a quote. You're that guy. Yeah, you know, you actually showed up. Yeah, yeah. Now I I have a lot of lawyer commercials here too in Orlando. I have never been to a restaurant. I've never been to a a place or a bar where I've saw them. I've never have. And so, can we change that idea of okay, anybody's on TV is so popular that they would never be around me? That's an old stat. Can Mm -hmm. we change that to say, well, you know, I saw you on TV. That's cool. You're right here. Or you're two tables away. Hey, that's the guy. Hey, Joe, I saw you on a couple commercials. Love to talk to you about something. Hey, here's my number. Ba, ba, ba. You know, and, and that could, again, our slogan is for the locals. Because everything that we were talking mm. about with the co-founders and when we were building it was like, okay, well, let's just not make it big. Let's not try to sell out to Pepsi and the big boys. Let's try to make this all local. Because in the end, it's like we drive America, right? The small businesses yeah. are doing a lot of the sure. work on the ground. So, um, to build anything to those local relationships, again, in the storytelling piece, anything that matters, I would say, uh, even how long you've been in business, Hey, we've been doing this for 20 years, 40 years. My grandfather did this. My dad did this yeah. multi-generational. That's neat mm, yeah. information to know, you know? 
Yeah, it's another way of like using it because you can go a little bit longer telling the story. Yeah, of your especially if you've got anything that's like, um, if you've been your company's been around a long time, so you have a story. That's you know, it's a guarantee. You might be multi generational and stuff, and really telling that and telling how you've been kind of part of the community and everything. So, you know, you can go a lot deeper with it by being able to take the content to be a little bit longer, but you want to put it out there where, you know, everybody locally is going to, you know, know and see you. And so it's a, a whole different way of approaching TV advertising, you know, because you're not, yeah, it's you're not, not worried about real, putting it on the TV. It's not advertising. It's, yeah. It's almost yeah, like you create, you know, content for to, to, to to do's and tutorials and you know what what do people want to watch it's a little bit different than just saying i want to put an mm -hmm. ad and get as many leads as possible you know yeah yeah and uh, like i say but it really builds um kind of a deeper awareness than you would have you know like um instead of just seeing you know the logo and the brand and everything that you normally would see you know like we have a in my area, there's a large plumbing company and they do HVAC and stuff. And I don't have a clue who owns the company or anything. I've never mm -hmm. seen, but I, I've seen their commercials. I've seen, you know, on billboards and they use a smiley face, you know, for <laughs> uh, their logo and such. I don't have a clue beyond that. You know, I know that they've probably been around a long time because I know they're a big company. Yeah. You know, so it's like driving a deeper connection. And I think for smaller businesses, you know, that are much newer, earlier, and e even if they don't have a history, they can build the awareness around them as a company yes. and around those owners and founders and stuff. And it doesn't really matter what you do. If you're serving, you know, if your uh, audience in your market is uh, the local community, you know, homeowners, whatever it may be, but the, you know, it's consumers in general, you really can drive that narrative about your company. Yeah. It's, it's definitely for, like you talked about the little guy that goes to the same restaurant or the landscaper that goes to the same, get his two slice pizza and Coke special. Right. And he's just sees that TV there and is like, ah, eh, well, if I just shot a clip of one of my best customers and I had that playing every day, I bet you I'd be able to land at least five or six or 10 new customers every six months. Mm -hmm. And so that is exactly for the little person in there um, to be able to compete a little bit, you know, with, with the big boys. We're not showing TV advertising for car companies or anything else. Um, it's, it's to benefit the, the small guy. Mm. So, you know, let's talk um, a little bit because, you know, it's TV advertising is really evolving. So where do you see things going? Because, you know, some of the stuff you're doing is kind of touching on the surface of totally new avenues. You know, they say we've been kind of, you know, I say for a long time, you know, 80 years or whatever, it was TV advertising is this way and this way only. And this is how, you know, how it works. But now because of the internet, you know, because of our interconnection with everything, like I say, you know, smart TVs and such, you know, it's really evolving. And I think there's some like really incredible new ideas on what it can look like coming out. You know, so yeah. where do you see it kind of like going over this next, you know, these next five, 10 years or whatnot of stuff that, you know, businesses are going to be able to do? Well, I think everything is becoming more local. I think we're on the cycle of coming down to local. Like we've built the industrial, you know, big companies can do everything better for at least 
40 years, 50 years. Mm -hmm. And I think yeah. that we're tending to go more local. So I think uh, the idea, like with the internet you're talking about is, uh, okay, I want to work on the internet in a small little town somewhere, as long as they have gig ethernet. When I travel, I travel far. But when I yeah. come home, I want to be local. I want the little coffee shop. I want the, I want the grandma's uh, pizza dough recipe that's been passed down. You know, I don't want mm -hmm. necessarily a franchise thing. And the same will go for people in relationships with small businesses. And hence the reason why so much of a push in the storytell. It's very important. But I, I really think it's going to be at more of a local level. Um, if you look back, uh, maybe you have to go back more than 150 years or 100 years, but think about how many people you did business with. Well, today, let's start today. I got Amazon, I got Walmart, and uh, Target. That's three. Yeah. Who else? Right? A couple, a couple yeah. of big companies provide everything. Yeah. Back in the day, you would have a milkman, right? You have a peddler, mm -hmm. for, not a peddler, it's a cobbler, right? For your shoes. Yeah. Yeah. You have a tailor. Probably your relationships were 20 to 30 people. So I wonder, we've gone very far on the industrial side. Do we pull back a little bit and go back to maybe not 30 relationships, but maybe 10 or 15? Is yeah. there somebody out there that would love to make fresh bread? There's someone out there that, you know, would, would do these local things. Um, so I think in the form of TV advertising and in all of business, I think people are kind of going back to a little bit more of local relationships. Um, they want to get away from the computer screen. They want to go meet somebody and talk and have that relationship, especially after COVID, right? That split us a lot. Yeah. Of, a lot. So, well, I see, you know, I totally see what you're talking about because yeah, there are like, like we have a, a lot of different companies, but if you think about the companies we interact with regularly, you know, like you mentioned Walmart and Target and stuff, and then, you know, throw in fast food chains and such, yeah. you know, where we're, you know, how many times do you visit? But um, there's been a bit of a resurgence of like uh, small town America, you know, yeah. where certain communities are really starting to fix up, you know, their downtown areas and such. And you have local coffee shops and people wanting to get out. And because of remote work, people are willing to uh, look at other places. It's like, I don't want to be in an office all day, but I don't even want to be at home all day. You know, right. I want to, you know, maybe I go to yep. a coffee shop or I go to my favorite restaurant and stuff and they're willing to, you know, that I can, you know, uh, occupy a table for a couple of hours, but I can be around people. And that's where like different types of advertising can actually still play, you know, in the background. These people aren't, they're not sitting in front of TV screens like we would traditionally think, you know, so yeah, they want to move around. And yeah. they're going to do it in a lot of different ways. So I think, you know, people are really, they definitely want to get out. They want to, like, I think it helps small businesses a ton. And it gives small businesses, knowing that people are doing this, there are more avenues. And the beauty is, like, um, as an agency, we do a lot of uh, programmatic advertising. And I like to tell how that particular outlet for advertising, which includes like streaming video and audio and such. At one time, it was only for large brands and stuff. It was not available. You know, large brands could do it. Large agencies could do it and stuff for those brands because of the buying power, right? Mm -hmm. 
Now, in the last five years, it's been made so even the smallest company with a few hundred dollars could do some of it, you know, if they really wanted to. And I think that's where different forms of advertising come in to help small businesses where they can compete and everything is local for them. Yeah, Walmart yeah. with their big budget advertises nationally, but the small retailer, you know, clothing store or something is only worried about their community. So the more things that we have that can help them advertise, whether it's TV or something that's, let's say a streaming audio or something, it gives yeah. them the outlets and that's gonna be really important. So, yeah. Yeah, I think most small businesses, like you said before, if you live in a community of 20,000, 30,000, 40,000, you couldn't, you couldn't service 50,000 people. You can't yeah. service 20,000 people, depending on the business. Like you, if you're, mm -hmm. if you service them every six months, yes, maybe, but there's just a, a certain amount of limit. So what is really the problem? It's most likely the small businesses brand ability or their marketing ability or the budget. It's one of those things. And if we can help those small businesses do those, we like to say, or I would like to brand them as like a community expert. And mm -hmm. then just people think, oh, if it's, if it's that, I call him or, or this person. You know, you could, you could have a couple of brand experts in a city. Yeah. I've always, um, when it comes to companies like some of the, you know, our clients and stuff and they're, when they're in smaller cities, I always tell them like, you know, because of the affordability of the different types of advertising and the size of their location, you should own it, you know? So if you're able to tell your story, you know, and really be, I like, I like this kind of, you know, with this TV advertising, if you go this route, uh, because it's not just putting your brand out there, you you're integrating yourself sort of into the fabric of the community because people get to know you, get to yes. know your company and such by using this type of advertising, you know, and not just think of 30 second commercial yeah, spots. Yeah, it's not the 30 second ad. It might be your small business. Like if you sell honey or if you sell Etsy products mm -hmm. or something. Okay. Well, what did you do at the farmer's market the other morning? Can you right. share that? Can you share that mm -hmm. to 20 TVs around the community? And somebody might see that specific thing that you're building and like it. It could be like, have you ever seen homemade birdhouses on TV? Yeah. For your local sure. city. And it's like, it's not there. But with, yeah, with a platform absolutely. that's inexpensive enough, it can be there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I say, because, and that, and, and in, in a sense, because you mentioned Etsy, you know, that's why a lot of people have gone, because, and that helps them, you know, to be able to sell stuff all over the country, you know, ship it, but only, but there's a lot of Etsy shops, you know, yeah. if you're going, it's an outlet, it's one Avenue, you know, but if you're going to be going that Avenue, why not try to really make the, you know, your yes. local community understand what you're even doing. Cause a lot of the stuff is like really, you know, cool, the items that they make and could sell a lot locally and you're already doing it. So if you were advertising some of that, and building awareness locally, people would understand, like say honey or something like that, you know, when you're shipping or the, you know, you're going to be at the farmer's market. You know, if you, if the advertising is inexpensive enough, you know, and you typically have like a regular shop and you're supplementing, you're like, Hey, come down, see us. You know, I, there's just a lot you could do. And it is really about, it goes back to owning your market, but being willing to tell your story and be more creative in how you're doing it. Yes. And that's applicable to not only to the TV, but once you start to learn how to create that content and that brand and that story, 
you become a content creator. And so mm -hmm. you can use that content on not only TVs, but you can share that to all the major social media companies. And like we were talking about previously is it's about building the content that you have. So when people yeah. start searching, you know, broken shower head or my back hurts or back hurts car and your city, boom, somebody has a little piece of content and mm -hmm. it doesn't really matter on a lot of these things, how old the content is, but is it, is it beneficial? Does it help the client, the customer? And the more content that you have and the more that you, I mean, think about it. A lot of people are doing <laughs> the same thing to, to help their clients every day, but yeah. we're not really recording it. And maybe right. we don't know how, but we can always talk to an expert about that. Yeah. Okay. So we're at the end of this episode. You know, I always like to ask, you know, what are, what are the takeaways that you see, you know, for people and advice you would offer if you're trying to go down this route, you know, how do you like just get started with it? Well, uh, my first piece of advice would be to just start. Um, I hated the camera right at the beginning, you know, and, but you do it 25 times and you throw all the 23 pieces out. And then mm -hmm. you just say, okay, I get a little bit what it is. I mean, guys, it's not film anymore. You know, it's not, we don't pay to develop yeah. it. You right. can record what you do today as a contractor, as anything. See what it looks like. Play it back a couple times. Mm -hmm. But just start creating that content. And then talk to an agency that can help you use that content in any form. Get it published. Because yeah. you may not see that today, but you are going to see a benefit of it in the future. So start creating right. content. That's going to be number one. And I'll leave that. Okay. That's it. Just start there. <laughs> okay, cool. So, um, you know, for to, to finish up, uh, if anybody wanted to talk to you, cause you've, you know, are putting together, you know, such a network for TV advertising and stuff, you know, how would they get a hold of you? Um, you know, what should they be, you know, what do they do to reach out? Well, you can find us online at tweva.com. It's T-W-E-V-A. And, uh, you know, if you have a small business that has foot traffic, we'd love to have a TV uh, in the business. We also share some of the advertising revenues with you. So it's beneficial to you and to the other clients that are walking in and out of your business. Um, but, you know, just hit us up on any social media. We're on all of the platforms and uh, join the network. We'd love to have you. Oh, great. And once again, I am Cash Miller. I'm the CEO of Titan Digital. I've been your host to another great episode of Marketing Masters, the Agency Power Show. Um, I think that's it for today. It's been great having you, David. Thanks for having me, Cash. Love the conversation. It was a good one. <laughs>